Okay, what up, what up, what up? This is Dean from the Dean's List, and welcome to my Saturday morning. Um, we are on secret number nine? Is it secret number nine? This is secret number nine, I believe. I'll tell you in one second. How prepared I am. Yes, secret number nine, false beliefs. The previous secret, or previous chapter, was the Epiphany Bridge script. Now, we're doing the outline for Expert Secrets, the underground playbook for creating a mass movement um, of people who will pay you for your advice. Authored and written by Russell Brunson, the founder and owner of ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is a drag-and-drop sales funnel builder. It's a software that helps you to... It helps you to acquire, it helps you with your um, uh, prospect or customer acquisition. Uh, it helps you to get your message out. It's a, uh, it's a website on steroids is another way to put it. Um, it gives you the ability to control your sale. Uh, so it's a sales funnel builder. All right, so that's what ClickFunnels is. That's who Russ Brunson is. Uh, he wrote a trilogy of books. This is the second book in the trilogy and also the second outline. If you go back in uh, the Dean's List podcast, you can find the outline for Dotcom Secrets. And um, I hope you enjoy that. Uh, also, after this is done, and I believe it's supposed to be April, uh, very soon here, the third book's coming out, which is going to be called Traffic Secrets. And we'll be starting to outline that. But ultimately, you're, you need to get the books. Um, this is probably the best marketing trilogy you'll ever find. Uh, it's packed with stuff that you know worked 20 years ago, works today, and will probably work 20 years from now. Um, Russell is at the top of his game. Uh, he took ClickFunnels, uh, the company of ClickFunnels, from you know zero to... Uh, you know, a billion dollars uh, worth right now. Uh, if you wanted to, you could sell that business for a billion dollars right now um, in, in five, six years. Um, you know, they they do, a, they got a hundred, uh, over a hundred thousand users that use that software every month, and it's growing every day. Um, it is going to become the new normal. Uh, used to be people used to ask you, uh, if you had a business, do they, they used to say, well, you got a website? You know, because you got to have a website if you got a business. Well, now people are going to start asking, do you have a sales funnel? You know, what are you using for a sales funnel? How are you acquiring new customers? Is it costing you to acquire new customers? You know what? I heard about this company, ClickFunnels, that will show you how to acquire customers that actually pay you to be a customer. Instead of you going out and paying for advertising and putting that money out, that money just going away, you could put it into a sales funnel and uh, put an information on the front end of that sales funnel, and that will cover your advertising. And so your your back end products or the products that are on the preceding pages will cover the, that'll be all profit. So in 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 all reality, you're you're getting those customers for free. Or even, they may even be paying you to be a customer. So that being said, we're outlining the book Expert Secrets. The second book in the trilogy. And we're outlining this book. We are in uh, chapter number nine. They're called Secrets. He calls each chapter a secret. 
And this is secret number nine. And it's all about false belief patterns. And there's a whole lot to this. Uh, when it comes time to close somebody in a sale, or close somebody in a webinar, or, uh, you know, trying to get your story across. Um, so, I'm going to get right into it. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to start by reading this first paragraph. We all create belief systems that support our decisions. We've been doing it pretty much from the day we were born. Those belief systems form the foundation for our lives. We create these beliefs to keep us safe and safeguard our status. And while they've been developed to protect us, oftentimes they're also the things that keep us from progressing in our lives. When I'm trying to sell someone on my new opportunity almost instantly, their subconscious mind will start thinking about all of the reasons it isn't possible or why it won't work for them. The bad news is that these beliefs can be really strong. Alright, so Russell goes in to show you how these beliefs are created and it, and it all starts um, with an experience. Um, it could be a positive experience, it could be a negative experience. But immediately after they have the experience, their mind quickly creates a story about that experience and what it meant to them. You know, our brain then takes that story we created and, and it becomes a belief. It's pretty simple, yet the process has happened tens of thousands of times in our life and has created the person who we are today. Alright, so he goes into experience, story, and belief. Alright, and, and breaks this down. Um, a little bit, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, he says it's interesting that two people can have the exact same experience, but because the story that they created, it affected their beliefs about it. So you have to understand when people speak, uh, you know, when you speak to people about your new opportunity, they'll bring thousands of preconceived beliefs with them that you have to combat against if you're going to make the sale. The good news is that when you know what those false belief patterns are, and you understand the experiences and the stories that those prospects have created in their minds, you can actually use the Epiphany Bridge stories to replace the old stories, break the false beliefs, and create new ones. So you got to smash them, bust up the old beliefs, and you, then you have to supply them with new ones if you want to make the sale. And he goes into a, you know a way to do all that. Step one is what what false chains of belief um, might your potential customer have about your new opportunity? You know, and here's an example he uses. Um, if you joined, if I joined a network marketing, an MLM program, I could lose my friends. Or if your opportunity is weight loss, uh, if I try to lose weight, I'm going to be miserable. That's not true because I'm doing it right now and I'm not miserable. If you're not able to think false beliefs that your potential prospects might have. Think about the false beliefs that you've had, you know, in your big epiphany. You know, and I do that quite often. I start to try and put all this into context as I'm reading this. Sometimes I do it while I'm reading it, and it gets distracting, but um, I try to put it in context for myself. When I had the epiphany about ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson, and, and that being knowing that that was the vehicle that was going to propel me, you know, to my goal. Um, and I try to put myself in the, in the shoes of that prospect. 
Um, step two, now that you have the false belief, the next step is to figure out what experience they had in their lives that caused that false belief and what is the most likely experience, what is the most likely experience your prospect had that caused this belief. Alright, so you got to figure out what experiences they had and what caused it. What caused the belief. And then, you know, here's an example. I tried to lose weight last year and I had to cut carbs and I was miserable. You know, and step three, what is the false story they are telling themselves now that, now that creating doubt about your new opportunity? What's the false belief? What is the false story they are telling themselves now that's creating doubt about your new opportunity? And these are the questions you have to ask yourself about your product. More importantly, about your avatar, about your prospect, about your potential customer, about, you know, your your client, um, whatever, whatever you want to call them. This is what you have to ask yourself about them. What is the false story they're telling themselves now that's creating doubt about your new opportunity? Here's another example. My story is that people have to bug their friends and family to have success in network marketing. Here's another one. My story is that I have to give up things that make me happy if I want to lose weight. Alright, so here's step four. Now it's your job to find an Epiphany Bridge story in your own life. But it can also work if you share someone else's story that shows how you once had a similar belief, but because of this new story, you now have a new belief pattern. And that old story you were telling yourself was wrong. Alright, he goes into some examples and he talks some more about it. Um, I realize that stories are the key beliefs. If I can identify people's false beliefs and tell stories and show them the truth, I didn't need to sell them anything. The stories led people to the right belief and they sold themselves. Ain't that just pretty? Because ultimately that's it. You want to go up you want to tell your story. You want them to have the epiphany by themselves. You want them to, the light bulb that pops on. You want them to say, man, I need this dude's product. Man, I, I've got to have, you know, whatever the product is. That's the epiphany you want them to have. You know, so um, false belief patterns. All right, let's see what's this here. Um, but the key is I use a lot of stories when I'm speaking. They break false beliefs and rebuild new beliefs people need to make a change. And that is why it's essential for you to start building up your inventory of stories. And here's how you do it. Um, Alright, so you break down your false belief patterns. You, you go through and list out the chains of belief. The chains of false belief. You list out the experiences that you have. And you're going vertical with this, or rather horizontal. So you got your chains of false beliefs. And then right next to it, to the right, you have the experience. And next to that is the story that that caused the, you know, that you got from the experience. And then number, you know, on the fourth column is the new Epiphany Bridge. And there's a, uh, a schematic for all this in the book. By the book, there's going to be a bunch of this outline I'm not going to be able to get to. So get the book. Um, step one on doing this, on creating your false belief patterns and your stories, your, uh, your, your, um, what you call your bank, your bank of stories, per se. That's kind of what I call it. Step one, list all the false beliefs your customers might have related to your new opportunity. Your audience holds those same beliefs. List the list, 
he says list will have 20 or more. You know, he says get 10 normally, but he usually does 20. Um, so list all the false beliefs your customers might have related to your new opportunity. Uh, it's likely your audience holds the same beliefs that you have, you know what I mean? So, step two, what experiences might have caused those false beliefs? Uh-oh. Let me take a break from sponsors. Hold on a second. Okay, 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 I'm back, I'm back. Thank you for waiting. Okay, all right, here we go. Um, we had a glitch there for a minute. Um, but we answered our phone call, and, um, yeah. So where were we? Ah, false beliefs. Step number two, we experience what experiences might have caused those false beliefs. List an experience for each false belief on your list. Okay, so you go down, you list all the, the, the list of false beliefs that someone would have about your your product or your new opportunity that you're that you're creating, right? Um, you list all the false beliefs out, and then what experiences might have caused those false beliefs? You put those in the next list, in the next column. The experiences for each false belief on your list. And number three, what stories are they telling themselves now because of those experiences? So then you. Um, it's important to know their stories because your new Epiphany Bridge story will replace the old stories. So you got to know their stories, you know. And so you got to figure out, you know, what false beliefs they had, what experience caused it, and then what story are they telling themselves about that experience, so that when you tell your story, your Epiphany Bridge story, you can you can crush that false belief. And give them a new one. So step four is think about your own Epiphany Bridge story for each of those false beliefs. What happened to change your belief? What happened to change the belief for you? Um, and he goes in to talk about, so just back, uh, so go back in time and remember what gave you the big aha that shattered those beliefs for yourself. Uh, make sure you have a story for each of the false beliefs. If you don't have a personal story, it's okay to use stories uh, from your customers or even people in the news. You could use other people's stories. Um, you know, you might not use all these stories, but you should start building your inventory of stories. So, uh, future, yeah. You might not use all these stories, but you should start building up an inventory of stories to use in the future. After you complete all four steps, go back and practice telling your stories using the Epiphany Bridge script. Alright, so you take this list that you're going to create and you're going to go back and tell these stories using the Epiphany Bridge script. And you'll see where and when to use them. The better you get at telling stories, the more effective you'll become in persuading others. And you'll know exactly what to say when customers bring up objections. I love it. Because at the end, when the time comes, you're going to be sitting there on a webinar. Or you're going to be sitting there in the presence of a customer. And they're going to have a reason why they can't buy it. You know, whether it's the money costs too much and I don't have the money, or um, I don't think I can do it, or it's just not for me, or people will, you know, people will think I'm crazy if I do this. Um, shit like that. There's a thousand different reasons why people don't buy.
And so you got to start thinking about what those are for you and what that is for your product and your new opportunity. And so that is secret. That's secret number nine. Um, I practically read the chapter, but go get the book. I didn't get it all, and you'll never get it all in the first time. So definitely go get the book. Um, and here's another tidbit. Um, these books have come out over the past couple. You know, over the past ten years or whatever. I think. Uh, oh, let me see. Let's find out when the copyright was this one. I want to say this one was 2010, but I could be wrong. I think I am wrong. Hold on. Um, the reason I'm telling you this is, here it is, 2017 this was copyrighted. No, that's not right. There's no way. I guess it could be. So 2017. But Dotcom Secrets came out much earlier than that. And, um, but Russell... As he started to write the third book, he realized that he left some stuff out in the first two books. And so now he's rewritten them. And so, if you end up getting the box set, or if you end up buying um, dot-com secrets, or traffic secrets, or expert secrets, rather, expert secrets and dot-com secrets, they will be rewritten. They're going to be more than what's in my book. So, uh, I suggest you get the book. I'm... I'm leaving stuff out just so I don't read the whole chapter, but he's putting more stuff in because there's a whole lot more to some of this stuff, and and he know you know and he realized it when he was writing the third book. So when the box set comes out, don't miss it because you'll be ending up you'll end up getting more stuff than I got. Um, the next chapter we're going into the next secret is secret number ten. And it's what keeps them from believing. What keeps them from believing? The core false beliefs. The internal beliefs and the external beliefs. The vehicle. All kind of good stuff. So the next segment's going to be good. Stay tuned. Thank you for giving me your attention. Thank you for your time. This is the... Whoops, sorry about that. It ended real quick. Um, I just wanted to real quick let you know... That if you wanted to get on a podcast with me, in order to do that, you have to download the free Anchor app. By doing that, um, you could do a couple things. Number one, it gives you the ability to get on a podcast with me. You could also send me messages in Anchor, and I can post them and put them into a segment and into a podcast. You can also start your free own your own free podcast. So download the the free Anchor app, and you'll be able to do that. Also. Um, when you see the Dean's List on social media, like an in Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, please do us a favor and share it around. Um, if you enjoyed the content, if you think anybody else can use the content, uh, please share it around for us, and we sure would be obliged. Uh, so if, um, if that's it, we will wrap it up this time. I got cut off last time, and I, to be honest, was too lazy to edit it. And right now, I just give you a um an ending but i also definitely wanted to let you know how to get on a podcast with me and how they can't see us baby carmelina wants to get on and on this podcast say hi hi she said hi okay so um everybody have a blessed day if nobody else told you today they love you we love you peace